AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. No, my seats ain't that close, bro. My seats is in the 100s. No, not like white body. Huh? Not the girl. Not no girlfriends be sitting close. Huh? Yeah, I'm behind you like 12 rows. Really? Well, I'm saying I sit on the floor where I'm sitting at. But I'm saying my seats are. Oh, your seats, okay. They like you ain't never sitting there. Yeah, anyway, right. The feet touching the floor, the court. I, I need, I need players that for me to fuck up. All right. When they scold, you know, yeah, if you players that be talking shit to me and I be too far back. For you to respond to them. Mm-hmm. No cap. My man is. He got real ATM. I see that. Westside ATM. That's all I know. Fourth County. He's scared of that one. He's scared of that one. He's scared of that one. If they beat the old Dirty Bird, the Long South. Oh, the 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 Deion Sanders. Yeah. Yes, sir. Old school, we had uh, what that nigga name? Jamal Anderson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right here. 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 Chantrell's logo, nigga. Then I'm gonna have to get everybody beautiful, miss everything. I'm gonna have to get one crown. I told you, thank you for that guy. Mr. Everything, nigga. That shit be I told you, nigga, I'm gonna put you up on game. Get Marta on your back? Marta? Nah, Marta going through some things right now, man. Yeah, they see you. Oh, that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's, crazy, that's crazy, man. For you to go out like that? That's crazy. That's the only way you can go. Now, I mean, yeah, that's like us going out on 85 and just standing in the road. <laughs> 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 <You're so crazy. laughs> damn. Damn. That's fucked up. Yeah, that's man. fucked up. Can you imagine the type of stress you got to be under, though, for you to pick that? Yeah. Out of all the ways to go, nigga. I don't want to know what type of stress that is. That's a stretch stretch. You ready to go, go. Fuck the bullshit. Yeah, you don't want no accident, no nothing. nothing. You ready to go. Man, people don't just do that shit for no reason. That why, that's why you gotta pray for people's mental health, man, cause that shit is serious. Pray for people instead of praying on people. Mm. Bars. Dig what I'm saying? Yeah. No cow. Another motherfucker ain't worried about you. It's a beautiful day. Hey, hey. Mm. 
What the fuck's over there doing so good, man? Can they get money, man? They ain't worried about no goddamn bad. <laughs> Shit. You know, but the crazy part about it, the older I get, I realize how mental health is serious. Cause you, you ain't got nothing but time to think about all the bullshit that went on in your life. See, yeah, you do. I tried to hit me when I was telling you that shit BT Awards, nigga. I ain't think that. <laughs> he was yeah. like, nigga, get the fuck out of here, nigga. That shit weird. <laughs> I was like, fly, I'm telling you. Nah, nigga, you never, nigga, what's your problem? Like, nigga, that ain't the case. You gotta, you gotta get that shit out. You, you got too much stress, out. man. It's too much going on, but nigga be 35, still tripping off some shit. He was 14. 14, 13. You gotta yeah, let that, yeah, that shit go. Especially all the shit we done seen in our life, boy. You gotta talk to somebody about that shit. But that's why I, I realize a lot of people don't pray though. Mm -mm. They don't think the Lord. Yeah, why? They don't think the Lord. But they need to start to think the Lord. Every day you wake up, gotta go home. Hey, you seen another day. What you chasing? Hey, that money I be thinking. Okay. On my mind, I'll never be drinking. No, no. <laughs> Cause I'm scared of the UI. Hey, 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 If you got some extras left over, give them to me, my friend. Hey. Like, what you want? You don't have to thank me, son. I'm gonna do it cause I want. I'm like, wow. I'm like, how? He's like, when? He's like, now. He's like, all the blessings up here, man, they start to come down. You my son, that's your crib. I'm gonna make sure that you're straight. I'm your father, that's what it is. Man, who we, we got a, man, listen, this special loves today. We got a legend. 
Man, oh, it's overdue. Oh. All the way. It's overdue. Ain't no way he been in Atlanta this long and ain't been by the trap. I know. I mean, the trap is the cousin of the basement. Right. Amen. We basically in here. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Trying to keep the legacy alive. Right. Following the blueprint that was laid down by this gentleman right Man. here. Come we on. need a mic. We need a mic. <laughs> we need a microphone. Damn the light. Hey, Amen. <laughs> If it wasn't for this man right here, you might have missed out on some of the coldest interviews, the coldest freestyles, the coldest visuals, man. He has a, a vault of, of culture all the way mm. that he ain't even spoke about yet. All the way. Mm. I, I grew up listening to this brother. I'm from Washington, D.C., as everybody knows, the and 95.5 mm-hmm. WPGC, the area, <laughs> was hosted by this brother. He used to ride a bike. You know what I mean? Ride up and down the streets of D.C. You know what I mean? You would see this dude out. You know what I mean? Legend. He was a part of the city, man. The city is is a big part of the culture of the city. It's because of what this man laid down. I'm talking about Icon. go-go music on the radio. Mm. This brother right here, man. Icon. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Big Ticket oh! in the trap. I just did an event with him at a college where he's giving back to the HBCUs, yeah. man. A philanthropist. A philanthropist. Oh, all of that. Man. Icon, pioneer, man. I can leave, man. No, you good. <laughs> no, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. We, we, we got a bad man. record of that. We are so we just start this, We just want to say thank you for all the work that you've done. Okay, man. You get what I'm saying? You're a legend, man. Shit. Yeah, man, because you, you, you've been a part of a lot of the culture. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it took, he was one of the first person when I got to let him call me legend. I was like, ooh, they feel old. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no I kind of started to get used to it, and people called me, he, my other person called me OG. I'm like, OG? It's as I've been in Atlanta almost 10 years now, and look back on it, and you know, like, Rap City ended 15, 16 years ago. And people still talking about it every day. One day that went by, somebody say, you bring it back? Bring it back. 16. Bring it back. It's a conversation. If it doesn't happen, I have three letters for you to blame. Mm. We know the three yeah, letters. We know the three letters. We ain't gonna say it. We love them, but sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. So, um, I mean, most of the time when I think about it and I get the love that I get from people like you, that people are, you know, now the basically the pulse of the culture. Feels good to know that, you know, like if I would disappear tomorrow, they'd be like, I'll be remembered for something. Bro, ain't no way you gonna be able to disappear tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't know that much shit you do a year, bro. You be hosting that, like, celebrity basketball games. You host this shit in Punta Cana. Punta Cana. And fucking Memorial Day weekends. And the Atlanta Hawks. You been there, he been there. Yeah, I been there. He was standing like, he's a hand and white. He's like, hold up, DC. And we're live in Punta Cana. I'm like, this thing. Right. <laughs> no, you would, it would definitely be noticed if you would just disappeared. Ain't nobody yeah. about to let you disappear. <laughs> you got like a hundred events to host this year. Amen. We got to get to work. I mean, that's why that was the hardest thing about the pandemic. I couldn't be outside. Damn. Yeah. Mm. My first question is: I always thought you were from DC. What brought you to the city? I went to University of Maryland, College Park. Okay. On a uh, partial track scholarship. You run? Yeah. Half the time. It was hard. Tore my hamstring my freshman year. That's tough. And I was in rehab, and then my major needed a research uh, 
internship. So I went up to WPGC. I was like, because I had been DJing since 16. I was like, five down, you know, I'm in a new place. I can get some free records, right. meet some people, and do all my stuff since I'm not running as many. I, I was there like two months. I walked into the, the studio to get something from LBD. LBD was like, he, he was like, hold on for a second. I watched him do a radio break, and I was amazed. Like, I was like, <sighs> So I was like, I came to get da 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 And he was like, I was like, well, question, how much can you make doing this? Right. He was like, you made anywhere from 50000 to 5 million. And he was like, oh, you about to show me this. Right. So I switched to under Albie, and Albie took me under his wing. I became his producer and his intern. Uh, and then I just kept pushing. I just right, kept saying, Yo, somebody let me in. And when I finally got my break to do nights on radio in D.C., you know, like the whole thing was, I knew I wasn't from DC, but mm. I had a roommate in college that was from Temple Hills. Okay. So I had a good pulse of what the area was like. And he had already taken me to Dino's. He had already taken me to Eastside to see Go-Go and all yeah. of that. So I was well indoctrinated and I knew it for me to fit in. I didn't have to act like I was from DC, but I had to know DC. Right. So that's what I did. And that's why lots of people, DC be like, nah, he belonged to us. Right. <laughs> and then right. New York be like, nah, he belonged to us. Right. So it's, I mean, it's, it's that's just how it kind of came about. But I love DC, Maryland, Virginia. Gave me my first opportunity to be me. That's beautiful, man. Crazy. Beautiful, man. All the way. Now, what made you make the transition down here? I mean, of course, this is the mecca. This is this is so dirty, much, this is dirty, dirty. But what made you go from being a New Yorker to coming to DC, which is like that midway point, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And then transitioning all the way down to the South. Well, true story, I actually got fired on my birthday. <laughs> That's some whole Damn. ass shit. Some whole ass shit. I got fired. I know what that feel like, but that's fucked up. Hey man, if you ever want to do some fuck shit to me, don't fucking wait till my birthday. I tell you that much. I fired on my birthday. I tell you that fucking much. Don't wait on my fucking birthday. My birthday is three days before Christmas. Damn. This story is getting worse and worse. My birthday was on a Friday. It was on a Friday. So I had to wait that whole weekend. Right. So, uh, so I mean, it was good though. I was under contract. They had to pay me out the rest of my contract. Mm. About six to eight months later, I was like, all right, I need to get some work. So I called Reggie. It was like, Reggie, hey, you need anybody down there? He said, come down, do a couple shifts. Let's see how it fit, how it sound. Um, they had some other things. They were trying to move around. And he was like, you want to come to Atlanta? I was like, sure. <laughs> Because I had been here all the time. I had been to Luda's events. I had been to Jermaine DeBrance. Oh, you know, all the stuff that was happening down here. So it was like, it felt right. It was the right fit for me. Everything. This is as it was becoming when I got here in 2013, what it is now. It's all music, film, TV. Everything that is what I do is all here. So it made a lot of sense. So how did the Rap City come about? How did the mogul, the, sh the, the main thing, mm. the big shebang. Now, how did that come about? So I was already on DC. This is when BET was still in DC. Right. And I used to, I got a call from them. They was like, we need a younger voice to do like little promo stuff. Right. So like I would go down there once a week and be like, Teen Summers brought to you by Snickers. I'm be why we? Like stuff like that. And then every time I was down there, I, my plan worked in radio. I just kept pushing people. I was just bumping into people. Hey, you need me to do something? You need me to do something? You need me to do something? So about six months later, they had a, a Keith Paschal and Greg Trent came to me. It was like, we got this segment we want to try one day a week. It was like, it's only two minutes. I was like, I don't give up. Right, right, right. It was called Hip Hop News. Right. And I would literally go shoot whatever the Hip Hop News was for the week for two minutes. But I mean, the first time it came on, I was like, I'm in 70 million homes for right. two minutes. I was excited. You right. tell me nothing. So I kept doing that and then, the end of the season happened. Uh, it was two hosts at the time. It was 
uh, Big Les and Joe, Joe Clay. Right. Yeah. Damn, Damn, the original host, Chris Joe Thomas. <laughs> he Shout out, that's how long I've been there. <laughs> Shout out to the mayor. Joe moved to New York, Les moved to uh, LA. They needed somebody local in DC. And since I was already doing a segment on the show, that year was me, Joe, and Les were the three hosts. And KRS-One did the intro for the whole show. And I was, you couldn't tell me nothing after right. that. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married yeah. at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous <laughs> of your generation yeah. that didn't have to deal with Instagram and that. Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. We create magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Um, and then the following year, uh, Stephen Hill took over, and he, he, I, and Craig Henry sat down and came up with this concept we all know as the basement. Oh my man. goodness, man! And there's so much history that come that out that building. I just went and did something with Red Grant, who's running for mayor, and you know he Shot was an OG. Yeah, you know what I'm You know he, we went and did a tour of the building, and I didn't, you know, being from the city, I knew that the building was there, but you know I was watching Summit and everything, but going in there and seeing all of the cubicles and he's showing us all of the history of what you guys laid down in that right. building is amazing, man. It's a lot of, a lot of legendary stuff y'all did coming out of that BET building. There was DC. a lot happening in the DC at that time. If, if, if I was in the right place at the right time with the right set of skills a bunch of times, and I just kept pushing, I was relentless. And, you know, that came one of my before it was a hashtag. That was my hashtag. Be relentless. Like I was like, I no. I was still going pound sign. All the mention is you brought up the hashtag. This was actually trending on Twitter at one point. The uh, the freestyles, like. They was trying to figure out who had the coldest rap city freestyles. Mm -hmm. who, who, who gets your vote? Give me some of your your top freestyles from, yes, from the air. question, love. Because it was trending, bro. You know, that's all of Exactly. <laughs> um, okay, one of my favorites was, is, was Rap City The Bashment, which was me, Elephant Man, Buju Bantan, and Bobby Condes was playing the track. And that was big for me because even today, when I go to the Caribbean, they are still talking about that one freestyle because they had never seen anything like that in Jamaica on national television. Uh, Cameron counting money, of course. That was cold. Uh, that was cold yeah. as fuck, uh, man. Wayne's, that okay. Wayne verse. Everybody okay. talks about the Wayne yeah, verse. Yeah, yeah. Wayne Rimtor. Uh, every time, me and Luda had three. <laughs> uh, and the, the one that I remember the most is Luda came in and he was like, he said something like kidnap free and hold it for, and ransom for, for 10,000. 
And then I, I played right off of that in the freestyle when I jumped in and I was like, something, something. I was like, um, you got me all up in my feelings. Damn, 10 grand, you better bring 10 million or yeah. something like that. And everybody in the booth was like, ah! So <laughs> me and Luda had three epic ones. I mean, there was so many good ones. LL's one was kind of crazy. DMX, um, of course. There were so many iconic moments. I tell people there's no right or wrong answer. Whatever felt the, the most amazing to you is what it was. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, but for you though, like, it, you just named the ones that was the, the the as far as the artists, but as far as you, what do you think your well, best performance in the booth? Yeah. KRS, I got to go in the booth. I grew up on KRS One, so going in with KRS One, going in with Rakim, going in with LL. God MC. Like, I, you I pumped out with Jay when it. <laughs> you did? I was a little nervous. Yeah, Why? I got Jay. excited and then he was going and I was like, nah, you got it, Jay. <laughs> this is when the black hour came out. And I was like, if I if I don't kill it after Jay, everybody's gonna talk about how I messed it up. Right. So right. I was like, ah, nah, you good, we good. Black album for tyrants. How are you Um Did all the episodes you did come out? I believe all of them came out. Mm. Um, Cause we didn't, like it wasn't live, but we, we taped them like two, three days before they came out. Um, I don't think there's any like vault somewhere of things that we didn't shoot. Right. Um, but it was, I mean, it was a lot of fun to go in there every day and go head to head with some people I respected, some people I didn't respect. Mm. Um, and uh, it's hard interviewing people like, well, I mean, the interview part is that's where to be a professional. If I don't, I ain't gotta love you. I still got a job, right. you, so we gonna talk when we talk. But when we get in the booth, if I felt like you wasn't up to par, I, I came at some people a little harder than other people. <laughs> <laughs> so, because I was like, I know what I could do. Like, you, now here's your 72 million homes. Right. Here's your opportunity to sell 12 million albums. You better show out. And I tell people, you ain't gotta come off the top for me. Do whatever's gonna sell your album. Facts. Um, some people did better than others. And, <laughs> Some people didn't. I mean, yeah, you say who you be like? <laughs> hey, like real time when the camera went out, you nah, like, well, that shit was too it. sensitive, man. They gonna be like, nah, I mean, it's old. These niggas old now. Nah, these niggas like fifty. Nah, it don't matter. Yeah, I just, you were booty, nigga. I, I, was, I had some very, some really dope memories though. Like uh, the first time we ever saw Kanye West in the booth. Okay. Kanye came in. and Kanye was very much Kanye behind the scenes. He wanted to, if you watch it, I just saw it again for the first time the other day. He shouts out all his artists, GLC and all that. He wanted them to come in the booth with him. The network said no, cause they didn't know him. Mm -hmm. And he, he was Kanye to the fullest. He was acting the ass the whole time. Finally, he went in there and did his thing. And I literally was like, dog, this is your first Network, look on BET, and you're gonna say you don't want, you don't want to do it, right? Because right. they ain't gonna put your peoples in there. Right. And I was like, I'm really talking to him on the stuff. Like, are you serious? And he was like, I right, do it, I do it. So he did it, and he smashed it. It was just, I mean, there was so many good <clears throat> moments that we saw, and people didn't see, and behind the scenes things. So I'm really appreciative of that whole situation. That's I got cool. one more about the about the freestyle. Which one of the ladies came through and smashed it? Mm. Which one of the ladies? We had one that had the whole, like a whole lady's first name. Yeah. It was a uh, Rod Digger. Digger. Uh, Digger Digger. Moni Love. Moni in the middle. Where's yeah. she at? In the middle. <laughs> Rod, Moni. Oh God, who's the other MC? Jazzy Joyce was on the wheels of steel. And I think it was Trina. Uh, all of them did like a lady's first type thing in the booth. That was kind of dope. Did Missy ever come in the booth? I think, yes, I think Missy came once. 
Uh, we had some odds. We had some other moments when people that you wouldn't expect to be in there. Destiny's Child came. Uh. Mary J came. We closed it with Mama Tigger, a.k.a. Patti LaBelle. Ooh, she yeah. finally came downstairs. Uh, that was her. The man that we can't talk about anymore came by. Yeah. I was just about to ask. I was going to do yeah, it. You oh. definitely got a smile. Oh. You don't know who move your body like a snake, ma. Oh. I was tripping oh. off. Oh. Oh. Move your body oh. like a snake, ma. You know what I mean? Man, them niggas still be listening to that nigga shit. Man, them niggas be fucking uh, crazy. Tigger got five songs with him. You do? Yeah. You still be listening to that nigga shit. I got one that came out, two that came out, the Snake and the Snake remix. Right. There was a remix to a JS song, Ice Cream, that never came out. You think he was on a JS? You was on the Ice Cream? Come and get a scoop of my ice cream, baby. Why ain't no get out? You know what drives me crazy? I watched track and he was like da 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 da. I sat there and I still remember that thing. And I was thinking all his ice cream references in the joint. And I think my verse was, um, Whatever you need, I got that. I dream of cookies and cream, strawberry pralines and chocolate. Top that off with whipped cream and ten cherries. Your flavor's more major than any Ben and Jerry's. Watch me, Big Tigger, get all up in this shit. Uh-huh. Fresh vanilla butter pecan, I'm gonna lick up uh-huh. your nice rum raisin. Girl, you are amazing. Ice cold, but the way you roll that is Cajun. But I know how it go. It go ice cream, please. <laughs> <laughs> that was a long time ago. I'm just happy I remember that. Proud of that one, boy. <laughs> and his band. All the way. They're going to throw another game out. It's called ice cream, please. Boy, hard for a nigga. Let me hit first, boy. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Like being as though you were you, you dabbled in the recording industry, like did you ever just think like you know what I'm about to go full time and put an album out? Had a couple meetings, uh, had three meetings. Didn't like the way the meetings went. Mm. I was already doing Rap City. I had a radio show in New York at the time. Um, we we started Power 105 in New York. Yeah, that's when, when it first launched, I was doing yeah, the OG and shit, man. Niggas doing all this shit. Um, so, I mean, it was like I had two other hustles, and I was like, for me to put a hustle down, because I was going, if I'm going to do it, I got to focus on it. And I was like, for me to put a hustle down in a, in a platform now, this deal got to be right. And they was kind of, oh, we don't know, we don't know, we don't know. When Snake was out, was going crazy. So, and I was like, really? We don't know? So, I was like, <laughs> The other difference for me is I had an outlet every day at four o'clock. So anytime I went, you know, like the best, that's why a lot of artists' first album is their best. They got 20 years of what they've been going through, what they've been feeling, they just, ah! You know, and they first album was like, okay. Then the second album, they gotta go live some more to, you know, put it together. I was every day, either on radio, just doing my show, Rap City in the booth. So I had lots of different ways to express myself. So I wasn't like, I gotta get this shit out. Um, so I, I mean, it, it, I didn't get the, it is the music business and the business wasn't right. So that's why we never got an album. So how much music are you sitting on? <laughs> no, you sit on a lot of shit. Yeah, you just, you, you just, don't tell you, you got a lot of shit. You want to hear another? I got a little. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. This one I wrote in 99. <laughs> Ice cream sandwiches. <laughs> this is um, about chips. Um, Y'all ain't shit. I would say I, 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 I could do a music, but it's all mostly dated at this point. At one point, uh, I, I was when Swiss first launched Full Surface. Mm. It was 
uh, Cassidy, uh, Mashonda, uh, Bounty Killer, and people don't know, Tigger. And we was working on, I, they did a mixtape, full surface mixtape, which was like, and I did a verse on it. Uh, Mashonda's record at the time, but we was working it out, working out, and then it just didn't work out. Um, so, I mean, I got some songs and me and Swiss did some things together. So, me and, like, me and Swiss always like, yeah, remember that dude? It was like, um, it's just been a lot of fun, man. We did a remix to a song, another song that didn't come out. Uh, it, was a, it was a song for, for RL. RL had a song that Swiss did, and I think it was a remix, but it didn't come out. But like even RL be like, yo, that verse, I remember that verse. So I mean, the long story short is I, I don't have any regrets. Um, I did what I was supposed to do. I'm at where I'm supposed to be. Right too. Uh, I mean, I made it to the trap, so I gotta be winning. Hey, boy, you in the motherfucking trap now. One thing about it. That's big. Man, Making it to the trap. Fuck all that other shit. This shit gonna come out too. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm more dampened out. We gonna put it out. After years of working, like, what keeps you motivated? Because you didn't, you know, I mean, if you were to sit down now, your legacy is cemented. So, what is there left for you to do? Even with doing all this, like, what keeps you just going? I think, first of all, most of the stuff that I do is fun. You know, hosting, you know, for the Falcons, being a PA announcer for the Hawks, Big Ticket Morning Show on V103. Um, I mean, I had a new show this last past summer on Revolt mm-hmm. called Off Top. Uh, all the stuff that I get to do is usually fun. And I, if it's not fun, it has to be so enormously, ridiculously lucrative that I'm like, all right, I'll do it. Right, right, right. <laughs> so I've, I've been able to, to, to move in that way in a lot of ways. Um, other than, I mean, uh, I just like doing what I do. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't have a lofty goal or anything. Like, oh, I want to go down and, you know, like I just, I, the whole time I've just been blessed that people respect me for being me because I've been me the whole time. Like people who met me back then, like, oh, you say, you know, all right. okay. you ain't get brand new on me. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of like the, the thing that keeps me moving is uh, I'm still viable, still, you know, somebody relevant. To, you know, this is my 28th year in radio, mm. 25th in television. I'm about to be 30, man. That's I was crazy. a baby when you was first getting a job. Finally got some old niggas up here. Yeah, yeah, come on. Hey, let, let me ask you this, man. As, a, as, a older, as an older gentleman. <laughs> an elder statesman. Yeah. How do, how do you find the new shit? Like the you new know? rap. Yeah, the new shit. Some of it is better than others. But I'm saying, how do you find it? Because a lot of this shit. Oh, where do you locate Yeah, where you locate oh, well, it? Because I got a young nigga that put me up on the young shit. <laughs> well, luckily, I work at a radio station, and I usually be like, Greg, what's crazy? I don't well, work at the radio well, station. Is, or what's crazy? My young nigga be like, hey, OG, this one of the one. You might fold with this one. Yeah, so I just, I'm apparently, Super Gremlin is a thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's the whole shit. Super Gremlin is a thing. I just had to find that out, you know, from other people. I, I just, that's kind of away around the station I asked my young my young people at the station yeah. Sturgis uh, Greg Street uh, Swamp Izzo Peanut I'd be like alright what's popping yeah. and they'd be like oh this is crazy this is crazy this is crazy I'm like, and they oh. just put me up on this dude Big Yavo Big Yavo yeah yeah Big Yavo Big Yavo so, so at 28 years and pushing 30 years my question to you Ben is though we just getting really starting in our journey in this game for real for real like what what would you say the time where it stopped being about money for you like where the, where the money stopped being the motivation and you was just like you know what yeah cause I don't want to get to that point <laughs> I mean for real hold like, on let's be clear I don't ain't like I the mean, money no, 
mean, you know, when I say the money stopped being, because you just said if I'm doing something that's fun, unless it's super duper lucrative. Right. Right. I'm right. sure right. there was a time where it didn't have to be super lucrative, where you were just like, a check. Yeah. I got it. Whatever. You know what I mean? Um, I, I, I learned at some point that not all the bags are good bags. I've been offered some bags to do some things that wouldn't sit well with me, mm-hmm. or to be in places that I probably shouldn't be, or doing, you know, like it was just. I, I remember, like, like back then, I remember that I got offered to do something with malt liquor, and malt liquor wasn't, you know, like even though I drank it, I wasn't about to be running around telling everybody else to drink malt liquor. Right, 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 right. Um, and then, so it was just like different. See, I, I always tell people, for y'all who are doing amazing well. Um, I would tell you to always stay true to your brand, stay true to your, yourself. As long as you can get up in the morning, look yourself in the mirror, and be like, I'm good with me, and still put, cut the lights on, then you should be happy, you know what I'm saying? You can always want bigger and better, but it gotta start there. Like, you gotta be able to be like, all right, me and me, and me is good. I feel good about me inside. I can wake up, I can still go to sleep. I ain't worried about, oh man, I shouldn't have did that. You know what I'm saying? That's the hardest trade-off with the money part. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Um, I would just to continue to tell y'all the bag is, we all chasing the bag all day long. But sometimes you're like, mm, yeah, maybe not. Mm-hmm. When in the first time you do it, you're just gonna, you'll notice it. It ain't, it's not like something specific to happen. It's just like, I don't know what you be like. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know about that one. You know what I'm saying? Like, eh, mm, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do the Trump rally. Something like that. Yeah. I'd do it. <laughs> I'd do it. Nah, I'd risk the fuck I would. <laughs> Pull up on the boat. What would you do? Shit, what they won't do. <laughs> I'm gonna charge these motherfuckers so much money. <laughs> you gonna, you gonna, 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 gonna be that nigga slave, man. <laughs> well, you know, we gonna get Carlos out there and go play it. Man, man, man. man. Shout out to Carlos. Y'all gonna look on Fox News and they're gonna be on there. Black people have to make a way for themselves. Stop. Slavery was misinformation. <laughs> Hell nah. I'ma come back in there. Hell nah, he's bullshit. No, he ain't bullshit. No, he ain't. No, he ain't. And he ain't got his phone. 
It's a clone. Shit. <laughs> you know that nigga from Mississippi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I've been waiting to leave you niggas. Can't wait. <laughs> can't wait. I'm about to cook me a drink. Watching this, I knew I had one of them. Nah, I had one of them. We're gonna get that Carlos guy. He gonna see that shit and be like, "Look at my African American." Isn't he wonderful? Hilarious. That nigga's stupid. Oh man, is there anybody that you ever wanted to get in the booth with that you didn't? Oh, I wasn't. He's gone before. Two people, Big and Pac, passed before the show happened. Um, anybody else I really wanted? I think I pretty much got in with just about everybody else. Thanks. Uh, I would have loved to get in with ODB, pass before it happened. That shit would have been legendary. Oh my god! <laughs> I just wonder. I was just wonder how, what his opening bar would have been. You What if you got Michael Jackson in that motherfucker? Man, that come that would have been so cool. Mike Tigger, I got it. Tigger, Tigger, I got it. I got it. I Put just missed on. him at the, so the one time he came to BET was, I was backstage when he came off the stage and it was like a line of people. We was all waiting to be like, ah, Mike. And then soon he was like, right, right where you at, they made him go that way. And I was like, no, he was close. But you saw him. I saw, I saw him as close. He was close. close. That's uh, it. That, I, that, nah, that's nah, I needed to dap Mike up. <laughs> was he standing there or was he floating? He was kind of floating. Because Dallas also <laughs> said that nigga can go from over there to over there and nobody would even see him move. No. It was him and James Brown coming off the God stage. God damn! Because that's what he did at the BT Awards. That's board. a lot. That's it, a... it was honoring James Brown and he came out and put the cape on James Brown and then did the little James Brown with James Brown and we was all like that. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, I'm going backstage because I know what side they're coming off of. I went backstage and was sitting there like this. I'm going to say hi to Michael Jackson. And he right. was like, I was like, damn, damn. I mean, if I'd have missed Mike, I definitely would have called James. <laughs> 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 James, James, James. Hell yeah, and he said that shit on the camera. <laughs> 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 James, James Brown. I'd have loved to see you and James Brown, nigga. That's a crazy story. Legs and James Brown. What the fuck do you want me to <laughs> What's one no of the cap. craziest rooms you've been in? You got the Michael Jackson, James Brown story. Right. Have you ever looked up in the room and be like, ain't nobody ever gonna believe this shit if I tell them? Um, James Brown, I'm gonna cover up. Let me think about it for, for a second. So I remember one year, <laughs> we were at New Year's, it was New Year's Eve in Miami. And we were at the Delano, I think. Right. And I think Jamie Foxx and Snoop were performing. So they had like this dinner. We went to Snoop's room. Snoop introduced, I don't really smoke that often, but every once in a while. Snoop had this, he had a little mini coffee grinder. Snoop, Snoop brought, he had one little L out, pass around. Everybody was high, he was like, oh man. Hold up, well see, you heard that? Did you hear that? Well, that nigga had everybody high off one little one, L. But it was this long, it was this long. So everybody was like, oh, he was like, oh, nephew, that's the warm-up weed. <laughs> Went in the back, came out of this little coffee grinder and four, like, pounds and made this thing he called gumbo. What'd he, he call it? He, he, he called it gumbo. He took a pinch out of his bag, put it around, pinch out of his bag, put it around, put it in, it came out like powder. <laughs> put it, it was another lung with, like, lungs that, it was, I was like, Snoop. <laughs> Man, I, we was we, we went to dinner, so it was me, Snoop, 
Shane Fox, Luda, Gabrielle Union, Sanaa Lathan. And me and Gabby was cool. These was, all sound like high ass people that you know. That's your crazy. Out of out of everybody in the house, like, why is he telling this story? <laughs> Billy Joe. Out of nowhere, Billy Joe. Billy Joe. Billy Joe. Billy Joe. We was like, wait. Uptown girl. <laughs> Billy Joe. Billy Joe. Man, Joe made mama. that nigga sing that shit. Hey, Billy, man. Uptown girl over there. I'm from Uptown. Talk about my bitches one time. <laughs> Billy. <laughs> Billy Joe. And I was like, Billy Joe. So we're walking to dinner. <laughs> and I'm telling Gabby, I'm like, Gabby, don't let me sit next to Sana. I had a crush on Sana. I was like, do not let me sit next to Sana. I'm high as hell. I don't know what I'm going to say to Sana. Right, right, right. We get up to the table. Gabby's like, Sit next to Sanaa. I was like, <laughs> so I'm sitting there like, hi. <laughs> yes, that's me. I, I was nervous the whole dinner. I, I spilled the water. I fumbled. I love Sanaa too. It was a failure, but Damn. it was a fun failure. But I, I just remember it was all a cool vibe, and then Billy Joel popped up, and there was somebody else I can't remember who didn't fit that 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 room. You're like, where the hell did they come from? <laughs> like Emmanuel Stewart or something like that popped up. We were like, what's happening? <laughs> He <laughs> ain't talking about the little. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not Emmanuel Lewis. Emmanuel Lewis. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Emmanuel Stewart is the boxer. That's the boxer code. Ain't the hip showing up. That's what I'm like. Emmanuel Lewis. But he be everywhere though. You see him well, everywhere. Now he everywhere, oh, yeah. but back then you ain't see him that often. Yeah, like Emmanuel Lewis. He just be popping up. Emmanuel Lewis just be popping up. You can be at the U ball on Camp Creek and he'll just walk in. I said, you may lose that crucial one night. You know it here, man. They gonna jump you in, man. With some khakis on. That's crazy. Yeah, that was, I mean, oh, man. That's some good rules. Hey, you lose, man. You know, know I say you got to be around all the culture, man, and just see shit happen Ain't for the first time. You did wildin' out that first time. We was all I was so excited. No, no, man, <laughs> Lewis ain't never did wildin' out. Man. I'm gonna say that motherfucker before we said, I'm gonna leave. I'm like, wait, yeah. I'm gonna grab his ass. No, you wouldn't. Oh you wouldn't. You ain't gonna be able to pick him up. Don't think that. Don't pick him up. You ain't gonna be able to. Why would not Strong as a motherfucker. Nigga, he's like a baby gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> You can't pick up a baby gorilla, uh, nigga. <laughs> nobody, nobody said he wasn't an adult. That nigga, that's stupid as hell, bro. Think he's having a baby gorilla? <laughs> Just how it happened. You're not gonna be able to pick that up. Bro. And a heavyweight. Yeah, they like a paperweight. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just keep it right there, yeah. Oh what a crazy hit. Big shit poppin', man. So you've been announcing for the Falcons. Yep. What now with the Hawks? The Falcons gave me a section called the Dirty Bird's Nest. A section How do you keep from cussing? Uh, carefully. Are you a fan of well, the Falcons? I am a fan of the Falcons now. Oh, oh damn. Yeah, that's how you kept from cussing. He ain't care. I don't know how you do that. <laughs> I don't know how you be on that mic and not say, <laughs> Well, These doing radio on the style help. Cause I have to go, you know, you do it. I, I had to give me a bleep button. I have to. Yo, you do it, you know you can do it. So I'm saying, you just get up. Like, I've been doing radio, so I just, you know, when I know that click, that might come on, I know. 
I, I just can't go that way. Mm-hmm. But you got to look, look, like literally look at the name sometimes. You be like, uh, who that just got out? 54? <laughs> 54 yeah. Williams, all right. <laughs> Lost for five yards. <laughs> okay. So I mean, that, that, honestly, the names is the hardest part for the Hawks, because there's mm. some names, especially all the European players. Facts. There's, there's some, you know, Bogdanoviches and Vuceviches mm. and, uh, I love when them names be like that. I wish my name was European like that. What? Carlos Chokovich. <laughs> or Carlos Keeperbitch. DC Fuckerbitch. Chico Desmovich. From three! Desmovich! Desmond, that's what it sounds like. Chico Desmond. Chico Desmond, bitch. You tell you got the coldest name in the whole thing, though. Greg Popper, bitch. Oh, he did it. Greg Popper, bitch. He did it, bitch. Yeah, so I mean, the the Falcons thing was fun, but, you know, this year transitioning into PA announcement for the Hawks was, I had DJ 12 years in the league, five for the Wizards, seven for, uh, seven for the Hawks. Nigga, once you, you get a job, you keep that yeah, money. Yeah, you did it for the Wizards. That man don't play no game. His first job. Ain't no sense that as an intern. He like, you looking for an intern or you got a, a, a long position? Like, I don't do short shit. He just survived through three so, company changes. My name cost five years. So, so, so what do you, you say was the, the best game that you've been a part of that you can remember? Oh, man. Uh, the entire playoff run last year for the Hawks was amazing. That shit was great. Especially coming off the pandemic, we went, we had no people up until like playoffs, and then we were like, oh, we might not make that first round. Oh, made that first round. Okay. Then the second round, we had all kinds of swagger in there, and we was popping, we was big things popping, like we was talking crazy, talking. And <laughs> I got an exclusive announcement. It just came through the fax machine. What is that? <laughs> Y'all talking all this stuff about the home? <laughs> so I mean, like the the energy in, in State Farm during the entire playoff. Mm-hmm was just the, the most fun, that was the most fun games I had been at. Hey, right, Tigger, announce this for me. You want me to announce that? Yeah, because you the announcer. Okay, ladies I want gentlemen. the world to know. Hey, y'all get ready. Just act, act normal, y'all. Act normal. Act I, like I am know. now announcing, ladies and gentlemen, uh, exclusively uh, available uh, beginning February 4th, there is a brand new Forever 404 85 South retail merch collabo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta come back. Oh, we on fire! We on fire! We on fire! <laughs> Look, I just want to get a slip. There you go. Oh, there you go. Hold oh up. shit! It's I don't even see that. It say Hawks, right? Oh, oh, it say Hawks. Yeah. Then flip it over. Then flip it over. Oh, oh, got to get the sleeve. Got to get the sleeve. Got to get the sleeve. ATL, ho. You gotta look at the sleeve. ATL, ho. 85 South. Right. ATL. Oh, God, it's good. Put that logo on the front, too. It's on the front, too. Yo, now we got some more. Up there at the top. Yeah, right there. Now we got some more. How that look, look to you? How that feel? Okay, I'm gonna grab some of these. Two hoodies. This is one. Yeah, yeah, one short sleeve, one long sleeve. Uh, beginning February 4th, inside State Farm Arena at the Hall Shop. You see that thing right there, Lo? <laughs> They'll be available. All the way up until there's another part Ooh. to this thing. Wait, wait, shh. Hold up. Part two. You got your part, part two. two. Okay. Part two. There's going to be a Forever 404 85 South whole thing happening March 31st. Y'all gonna have your own ticket package. Hey. Oh! 
You will get a t-shirt and a ten dollar food and beverage credit. What? And, yeah. We gonna close the hot, the hot dog is ten dollars already. Oh my Bring some money, cause the hot dog is ten dollars already. <laughs> but you ain't gonna have to pay for that. You ain't gonna have to pay for that, cause we gonna provide you with the ten dollars to get at least one item, at least a hoodie one. and a ticket Who? to watch. We, us, us. <laughs> out of what? Out of what budget? <laughs> the budget that's already established. Oh yeah, it's coming for us. <laughs> Cause I ain't never make it to the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> but this good enough. We right? got traffic, my boy. Last year that run, remember, I don't know if y'all, y'all remember when before the season started, we went to the Hawk Stadium and we did that thing where we announced all of the games and when they was playing and then they end up going to the finals. So I mean this year with hey, this. Hey. Hey, hey, I don't know. Hey, I'm just saying. Bro, we real ghetto legends for this one right yeah, here, bro. Now, congratulations. This is a good look. I mean, because everybody going to want this. Everybody's going to want this. Yeah. I mean, A is the, it's the right colorway. Yeah. It's got the 85 South on it several yeah. times. Several times. Uh, and you know, like it's, this is this is this is kind of the thing to be rolling around in. So, can we give a shout out to the Hawks for you know? Yeah. 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 I know she's, she probably don't want no, you know, she's loving lady here is uh, in the back, you know what I mean? She is uh, very, very instrumental in us being Just say J.S. Yeah. Say J.S. Yeah. You know, I don't need J.S. But thank you so much, ma'am. Thank you so much, man. I can't really mean so good. Nah, for real, man. I'm about to cry, man. That's, that's big, man. That's, that's, that's Bruh. I mean, that's, like, that's the one thing I appreciate about the Hawks, to be quite honest. Um, they are so interested in being a part of blending the culture. Fast. You know, it's not, their whole thing is basketball. Basketball is entertainment, and we live in the home of entertainment. Right. So whether it be, you know, the Migos, whether it be... That's Nick what Boy, I was just about to say, bro. They gotta, they gotta get Quavo a 10-day. <laughs> he could have caught one during the damn pandemic. All I'm saying is, bro, they just need to, if they really want to lock in... Just let a hoop I need a 10-day. I'm good. Same one of the Migos, man. They I'm good for a post-up. But what? My shoulder's so far. gotta get in if he just on the bench. Well, he ain't getting paid. He ain't doing nothing. What he doing? What he doing in the game? Bro, <laughs> you gotta put him in the he game. Going crazy in the layup. You gotta put him in the game. You know they gonna win. Crazy in the layup. Yeah, you gotta put him in the game. You know when they playing somebody, you know they gonna beat like the Magics. I think it's gonna start a trend. Orlando Magic. It's gonna start a trend. Watch. Watch. You gonna go to the Falcon game next year, and the Falcon gonna be like, yeah, y'all know we four PM. <laughs> oh, my definitely. That's what it is. Hey, Falcons, that's what it is. You want to win next season? Hey, man, include us in the. Hey, we got some socks or something. Y'all need to do something. Y'all need to do something. 85 South Mercedes Benz socks. 28 and 3. That's what we doing. I want to pull up in a Mercedes Benz. Thanks. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host. Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. 
I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. I need to be out of win. Twenty eight and win. Twenty eight and win. No, oh, don't bring that in. No, we're gonna bring it up. He didn't have forgot. You he hey, we had to talk yeah, him off the ledge. I remember that video. He was in a dock, like it was in a dock, he was in a car, I was like flat. I was in a car by myself, bro. It was yeah. a it was a hint. It was it was like one of the street lights, right? Yeah, Somebody was, walked by and was like, go pay trade. I said, why wow, whoop your ass, boy? <laughs> yeah, oh, everything was, I got that video. Bro, he was like, we can't have shit. I was like, fly, please, bro. So wherever you at, don't fly. start the car. How how much was we celebrating at halftime? What was we thinking Listen, about? Listen, I was in the house for Patriot, what was nigga. everybody talking about? I was about? on their head, nigga. I was out walking around everybody like they here. Tom who, nigga. Tom who, nigga. Tom who, nigga. By the third quarter. Everybody was looking at me. They be like, so what's up? What's, what's up with you fagging now? I was like, I just want y'all to leave me alone. <laughs> why, why y'all got to gag up on me? Why? I'm the only person here that's a Falcon fan. I'm the only one that's a Falcon fan. Man. 20. The whole I mean, city was, was thinking about Magic City Monday. I was City watching Monday. the game, right? And there was some Falcons fans. We was watching the game. Nigga said the coach and shit ever. They the won the game. This was big coach. He was, I forget who was performing at halftime. Who performed at halftime? So you remember that's, that? Nobody that's knows. Oh, that's a blur. Yeah, uh, but he was like, yeah, they will no longer be performing. The fat lady will be singing at halftime. I was like, damn. It was looking like that. Then after the game, it was like, ooh. When that nigga caught that ball on that nigga helmet, I said, I know we finna lose. Ain't no way in hell a nigga can call over another nigga and on his head. He had the ball on his head like, look, bitch, I caught it with your help. I caught it with your help, stupid. We're about to win. Y'all rubbing it in, they ain't gonna call us, cut it out. That's yeah. it. Shout out to the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. Hey, what up? I fuck with the Falcons. I, I gotta get some season ticket. I got season ticket at the Hawk. They just sent me the little plaque saying thank you, oh, season yeah, member. Yeah, I got Atlanta season member. And that's one of the reasons why I love, you know, I respect it like Atlanta so much, I love Atlanta so much, is because it's one of the only places where you can come from as a black person. You know what I mean? You can come from anywhere in, a, in America and find a way here and be embraced if you're doing good business and making a way. You know what I mean? Tickets from New York, I'm DC, you from Atlanta, you from Mississippi, people from all over. But if you come to Atlanta and do good business and got, you know, some product that's worth having, the people will embrace you and it'll be a space for you to do it. Hell yeah, it's like a black ass Walmart. Yeah, exactly. It's the only place you in America. As long as you try, niggas gonna fuck with you. Exactly. No cap. It's the only place in America you can come as a black person, get some money and not be looked at like, damn, you the only nigga out here doing something. Right, because niggas in Atlanta be looking at you like, damn, you ain't got no money? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just got him. We do a lot with motherfuckers that be new acting like they, they, they been here. You said what? I said we just be hating when motherfuckers be new acting like they been here. Oh, you can tell who ain't been here. The traffic. You can tell who don't know. 
No, I mean, the whole trash plan versus Grady Baby thing was the thing when I first got here. And I was like, all right. I was like, yeah, I'm not, I ain't from here. See, I'm born in Georgia Baptist, which is, was, uh, what that shit is? I forgot what I said, Latin America now, off, okay. uh, off the boulevard. Okay. So you know what I'm saying? My shit still ate in Atlanta. I just say the oh, coldest yeah. shit when they be like, nigga, ain't you from Atlanta? I be like, boy, I make my kids in Atlanta. Fuck you talking about? Hey, that's fine. That's fine. Then I make babies in Atlanta. What you talking about? That's fine. What? DK, 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 send that in, my wife. Real talk, real talk, you gotta tell the folks. He gotta do that shit just like that. Real talk, real talk, real talk. DK, send that in. No cap. No cap. I don't know where this shit come from. No cap. I don't know who we be talking to. We'll talk to you over here. Why I fuck with you, sir. I fuck with you. What was your favorite Atlanta word when you got here? Uh, shit. This nigga. Uh, most of the shit that I learned and know about Atlanta, this is my consigliere to Atlanta shit. I be asking this nigga like a real tourist. Like, all right, what's real Atlanta? What's not Atlanta? I'm saying like, this, like, when I first got to Atlanta, I just noticed Atlanta had their own words. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, you got all what was words. your favorite word when you got here? Uh, I got what I... <laughs> shit, I don't know. That's a good one, man. Uh, you know what I mean? Damn, that's a my good My favorite question. Atlanta word is fuck. <laughs> F-U-T. <laughs> I fuck with you, boy. <laughs> yeah, man, I'd probably be, boy, hey, boy, hey, boy, fuck, baby, boy. They put boy. a W in, boy. Hey, boy, boy. It's an F you, huh? It's just a fuck. My favorite word I got here was a oh, oh, pussy, 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 pussy. It's all one word. Yeah. Hey, talking about, hey, talking about like lamb, like lamb, 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 lamb is eleven. Lamb. Lamb. Yeah, we just say lamb. 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 Ain't no teeth. And lamb. And lamb. Clap. Lamb. And lamb. Clap. Gonna go cross street. Gonna go cross street. Street. The street. I don't give a fuck. Anything S T R. It got a in it. Street. This is no club. It could be good or bad. Here you talking about? Most definitely. That can go either way. <laughs> nigga can walk in and be like, boy, I gotta have surgery on my leg. Third, nigga might look at me like, here you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> but then nigga be confused though, like, hey, you talking about? You feel me? Exactly. Like nigga be like, about to me, nigga just the car with the pills. Hell, you talking about? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, talking about? Real talk. I, I would want it to be okay. some good dudes though, man. This shit, nigga, we just got this motherfucker deal with it. Let Transition coming from you know, because you coming from DC where it's a whole nother language, and they come really. down here. I mean, again, were you I, able to correlate the words like what meant, you know what I mean? Y'all act like we just stupid, man. <laughs> no, I'm just saying it's slang. Hey, turn back. That's it, I'm just saying. Turn back. I'm talking about the turn back. Hey, turn back. I've been in enough places to learn to listen first. Yeah, exactly. I, I listen first. I yeah, absorb I stuff. Man, before I try it, I listen. You know what I'm just okay. saying? I just listen to how people talk what they talking about and then I, and shout out to little Bankhead who was at the station when I he my boy. back to Bankhead Bankhead was my hood he was definitely my hood guy and I was like Bankhead well what in you got last my time you hey I, I told him he was somewhere Shawty them could be more than somewhere. one person too. Just know that. Yeah. Shawty them could be, be one, one person <laughs> or a hundred niggas. <laughs> I know he was somewhere. He called me. He was like, yeah, I'm in Atlanta. I'm like, where you at? He like, I'm on the woo woo woo. And I was like, shit. Hold up. Let me let me let me do my nigga GPA right quick. Hold up. Where you at? Yeah. Hey, my boy, you straight? You yeah, know I can got down. No way. I know where. I, 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 was, I was on the I was on the east side. I was on the east side. He called me. He was like, boy, you straight? I'm like, nigga. 
You know I'm here. You're like, hell yeah, bye, but you on the side of town, I might not be able to get to you, bye. I'm like, man, I'm good. I right, you know, I was just making sure. I'm like, nigga, how the hell you know I was here? He was like, shit, here you talking about. I'm like, all right, bet, bro. Appreciate you for looking out, nigga. Nigga, you're in the city, nigga. Nigga gonna say so. Nigga like, but you know, you know. I said, I know now. But they got this shit divided for real, nigga. Westside nigga don't go to the east side. East side nigga definitely don't go to the west side. He said, I remember I was asking him, like, what's the difference? He was like, nigga, every time I was over there, I was like, boy, I'm I'm going to tell you what I'm going to tell you what, and I just just originated with me, right? They have people look at Atlanta. You know how we be in L.A.? When we go to L.A., we might be in L.A., Long Beach, Pasadena, Santa Monica, Hollywood, Watts, Hollywood. Hollywood. We in all these yeah. different cities. We in all these different cities, but if somebody calls you like, where you at? Boy, I'm in LA. That's how these niggas do Atlanta. These niggas might be in Stone Mountain, Lost on here, Decatur, <laughs> Snellville, Gwinnett. You call them niggas, where they at? Boy, I'm in Atlanta. <laughs> You're not in Atlanta, my boy. You dig what I'm saying? So it like, it is what it is. We kind of like embrace it where it's just like, we, we couldn't fight that shit, but. It don't even matter, bro. I think everybody trying to make that that Bay Area type feel, you know, because the Bay Area and Bray, all the cities of the Bay Area, is accepted. San Francisco, Vallejo, you know what I mean? All the different Mm. stocks. But see, they came up with a word to represent everybody. They was just outskirts, like, shit, let's just steal their name. They already hot, shit. We just gonna take Atlanta. They ain't need nobody to know. We stay in Spanville. Nobody know we stay in La Thonia. La Thonia. La Thonia. Well, I throw you about 50 minutes out. <laughs> Listen, 285 is called a Lithonia. That be called a Lithonia. <laughs> but this way it get tricky though, Lo. I mean, Chico, this way it get tricky then. You got APA, mm-hmm. then you got Fulton County. Now we got counties. Now Fulton County is the full Atlanta on the west side. We don't share no other county. We don't move no, no, none of that, no, that. On the east side, you got a little bit of Fulton County, but then you got DeKalb County. Mm-hmm. They got their own county. Now you got some. The cities who share our county. But that's considered Atlanta. The east side is considered Atlanta, right? Yeah, we got we got east side too, but it ain't big. <laughs> that's why I called Decatur. <laughs> they got their own city. It's that shit huge. What about the south side? That's it's south Park. of Atlanta. But Co- College Park is his own city. Mm-hmm. College Basically, Park, anywhere in Georgia, they got their own police. That's a whole nother city. East Point, literally, all this in the sun. East Point is another city. Wow. East Point, Georgia. Yeah. Collin Paul George. Yeah, this shit get deep. I just, I'm just really from Atlanta. But this shit's so good. <laughs> Let me show you how fucking crazy this shit like, is. Hold on, I don't know about all that extra shit, but I know who y'all are. Yeah, if I leave my house and make a right, I go to Atlanta. Okay. If I make a left, Nigga, I ain't gonna tell you what other part is. I, I stay right in the middle. Right. Oh, it's a nigga over there talking about, I'm trying to figure out where he is. No, I ain't gonna tell niggas. I know exactly if where he is. Oh, I'm right, 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 right
This way. This way, yeah. Nah, no cap, no, bro. But see, I love that shit, because even, like, it's so many people that's moving down here. It's making the outskirts even get better. Mm -hmm. So you can be at Lovejoy and all that. Eventually, them places going to get better, because there's going to be so many people moving here, you feel me? Like, they ain't doing nothing but just building shit. Everywhere, yep. I'm talking about they building apartments out of nowhere. You like, they doing this for a reason. They got a plan. Niggas, motherfuckers ain't making no $9 million projects out here for no reason. Trust me. That's the other thing that's really dope about the Hawks, though, is because there are so many people not from Atlanta here. Facts. But people love the organization, they love the team, the players. Like, for that type of energy to be in the building, you would have thought everybody from east side, west side, Facts. southwest, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But there's so many people that's from, you know, like, from everywhere else that all call here home now right. that represent for these teams and represent for that energy. So, like, that's one of the things that's kind of really dope and about the And the culture the coming out of this city is so strong. They didn't remember, I would say Atlanta's been the most influential city in the rap game for what, 20 years now, damn it. I mean, when you think about what then came out of this, out of everywhere, the most consistently represented city in hip hop has been Atlanta mm -hmm. since like 2000. This one of the only yeah. cities where niggas can have fun. Say a nigga. Yeah. Be a nigga. Yeah. 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 as a nigga. Like, yeah. think about it. You can do all this shit, nigga. You can go shopping. You can beat the girl of your dreams three, four times. <laughs> you can go to the strip club. You can go to the strip club. You can have a like, birthday yeah, five-star restaurant in the strip club. Nigga. <laughs> nigga. I tell you, man, he took me to the Blue Flame. And I don't, I don't do strip clubs because I respect the culture. And I know I'm not giving you bitches no money, so I don't know. Because <laughs> I respect what y'all doing. But he was like, nah, man, don't even worry about that. I'm going to take you and show you something else. And we go to the Flame and everybody know him because he'd have been all in and out the culture or whatever. So I go sit down. I'm like, man, I'm hungry. Let's Take me to the somewhere, get something to eat real quick. He was like, nigga, shut up and just dr shut up. I got you. We get in there, man. I look at the menu. I was like, man, this is set up. They ain't selling all this shit. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no way, nigga. Steak, macaroni and cheese and braised collards. I'm like, nigga, they make it that good macaroni with a little string I'm, of macaroni yeah, and cheese. I'm, right I'm sitting there eating this shit and this ass everywhere. I'm like, yeah, I don't think I'm ever leaving. <laughs> I don't think I'm ever going. No, I see that. How you get, you come down here, you come from a place where they don't even let the women get naked in the strip club. Yeah. No and you come down that's here, one of my favorite things to do. And bro. you got a plate full what, of grandma's no. cooking. When like, my OG uncles and shit, like when the family come to town, they always, nephew, come on, we going tonight. <laughs> We going. Okay. Boy, you taking motherfucking blue flame. They would talk about that shit for seven years. Shit, you might hear about seven years. See me too. Come on. Tell them. Hey, when we in there, dig. Hey. Come on, hey. Tell Hey. Hey. My nephew's out there doing it now. Hey. Hey. Man, tell you, hey, oh, we're we the VIP. I'm drinking at the bar and every motherfucker. Yeah. I can't wait to go back. So yeah. with this thing, I remember first time we we had when we did our first live show at the uh, the Smith's Old Bar. Afterwards, we got our little, you know, we had broke down a little buddy. We made what nobody for real. This nigga DC said, "Hey, nigga, this is he said. I'm about to go through all this shit." I'm like. <laughs> Where you gonna throw it at? He was like, I'm about to go throw all this shit tonight. I'm like, it worked. <laughs> I don't even know why he told me that shit. I'm just standing there smoking. This nigga walk up to me and whisper, hey, Gigo, I'm about to go throw all this shit. <laughs> I'm like, that shit make you do shit. I went to the flame. Oh, <laughs> see? That was all the me from the flame. Boy, he'll go Everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, 
Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay. And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hey, I be screaming in that moment like, oh, play it. Like, y'all bitches know when y'all see me. Y'all know how I get down. I'm waiting for you can tell you. I can tell you were raised by some old niggas around here, cause you do the classic shit. Mm. Nigga, throw the money and leave. Yeah, you don't. Soon as you get through, you got to leave. Don't hang leave. around. Don't get hang around. I learned my lesson. You, you, you'll get hurt, cause when another nigga throw more money than you, you be like, I should left. No, I just leave. my lesson. I should we, just left. We did that shit with Wildin' Out. We went to the man. They went with the Magic City for Wildin' Out. That time we Ooh. first started shooting in Atlanta, and I'm thinking, man, all right, I'ma go ahead. Don't nobody know me. We in Magic City, man. You know what I mean? It's so we walk in, I ain't got no money. I'm thinking I'm gonna go in there, stand around for a second and leave. Nigga was like, I know we ain't got that boy Chico Bean in here, bitch. I was like, hey, go get the $500. Listen, listen. That's all I'm trying to that's why I don't like going to throw some money. I gotta throw some money. Monday is competition night. Yeah, you can't go. It's just who throw the most money. You ain't even enjoying yourself. I'm not going I don't to know Monday. what y'all was looking at. This motherfucker's so fine in Magic City, it'll make you borrow some money. No problem. <laughs> it always be that one nigga. I'm no straight. ain't going to do nothing. That'd be the first motherfucker. Hey, man. Let me hold up. <laughs> I, got, I can't. He be acting like a want to dance. She want, she want, she want. She want to get down. Man. I don't want to talk. I mean, who am I? She got kids, though. She got kids. I want to support. We in here. I'm like, I'm like, what man, I been getting all them bitches with scrap marks. I like that. What type of DC is that stayed in? I got out of pocket. I think I threw about 5,000. You did? Yeah, you did. That's the most. See, but that's, that's the most. That's different I think in the city. Like, like, that ain't our culture, the strip yeah. club. I mean, the only strip club we really had in the city was the penthouse. And then my uncle used to, you know what I mean? It was terrible. God, see, and then he lost his life. And that was strip man. That was, you know, my area. I grew up right there, so mm-hmm. I grew up seeing it. I knew the girls, and from being around them, right. I got a picture of me in the penthouse with a chain on at six years old. Like, them niggas had me around and shit. Right. So I was like, Atlanta. <laughs> Used to be crazy. Like, it used to be like mini Vegas. Fulton and Industrial used to be a strip full of prostitutes. Really? 70s and 80s. Oh. The same prostitutes oh. are still out there. Too. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the one that's still alive. The one that's still alive. He just snitched on himself. He make the right. He like walking dead. He make that left. He go down there with a prostitute. He's walking dead. 
was the fucked up part. You're actually right. You are correct. You correct as a motherfucker. <laughs> oh, no cap. That's my old neighborhood. That motherfucker is lit. Them Atlanta strip is different though, man. You got to give them money. It's this the shit, culture, they gonna, man. They gonna get butt naked. Yeah, that's I'm, that's. I'm talking about everything. You can see her lungs. Is that those lungs? That nigga's different as fuck, man. <laughs> Are you looking at the love? I ain't seen them. I ain't seen them before. Oh, man. They in there. They fucked up while you did it. Then you fuck around the big single on the mic. Make some noise for love. Come to the stage. I was like, dang it, this uh, is a deal. Why all the strip club DJs talk the same? They always do. It's the process. It's psychological. <laughs> we need Pinnacolata. They have a lot of compliments. Come, come to the top side. We got Diamond coming to the stage. I need Diamond, Kitty Cat, and Coca-Cola. Get it ready. We need our $1,500 at once coming from the top side. I'm about to turn this motherfucker up. Y'all got to do o'clock in the morning. We still just getting started. Make sure you tip your waitresses, bartenders, $60 parking, $30 for fucking niggas. If you ain't got no money, take your broke ass home. Break bread or break dead. <laughs> 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 you, you can tell there wasn't no ball in there. All the way, man. Crazy. You gotta love this city for that, man. It's this. You gotta yeah, love the culture of this city. Is, hey, is I'm telling you what you do. You just grab the money and hold it. You get the money and you just hold it and you just watch them. They just, they just stare, they just look at you like little roaches. <laughs> and just, you see them, they come itching on up. You be like, yeah, she want that money right here. Boy. You, the, you do the money like this, they go with the money. You be like, look at that bitch, look at that bitch, look at that bitch, look at that bitch, Whole Those time. were the good old days. <laughs> Atlanta got the best strippers. I still though. go. They'll put your food order in. Go get you some weed. I want a whole hundred dollars. You like, bitch, you ain't damn nail song. Hey, bring it Five back. dollar song, man. <laughs> Fifteen dollars. That's all you need. Hey man, you got me fucked up. This, this is just a different city, this is a different man. It's something city, about man, this place. The As a black man, it's the blackest city that you could. Did know. you ever have this on your on your? You know, in your radar, like, throughout the years of you going up, did you ever see yourself being here and entrenching yourself really in this culture? I being in Atlanta. <clears throat> I always came, it was always fun to come visit. Especially when, like, when they had, uh, I've been, like, Buckhead, when they had that whole, they had that whole, like, club role, it was, like, oh, they was open to, like, shit. four, five in the morning. Yeah. And mm. I would come down here, and I'd be like, it's open to what? And I'd be like, all right, so we'd just be, like, going across the street to a club. To a club. That was kind of dope. That was back in the day when we was leave the house at two What was it like to be famous when fame was fame? When fame was fame. Like, they ain't got no access to be able to call you a fuck nigga in your comments so Chico take your head on, boy, and that nigga. Like, there wasn't none of that. Like, when it was just really fame, like, what did it, it feel? Was, it was What's a the lot difference? of fun. You had, to be, you had to move a little bit more carefully, well. Right. I, like, back then, I had security. I, I wouldn't go to, like, I would when I got out of town in particularly, because, you know, it can happen. It's going to happen out of town. Um, but, like, it was, it was a lot more energy for it. Cause you didn't see people, you ain't had that access every day other than seeing me on TV. So if I popped up, and they was like, oh, you know, too, like it, it was a lot with more energy to it. Um, so I, it was just different. Cause now, like, 
Everybody feel like they know you because of your social media. They can see you on live. They can see you post. They can see everything. Right. right. Like, and they may see you up the street. Like, you know? Fact. <laughs> Fact. Atlanta's different because you really might run into somebody doing nothing. Um, but, like, for, for that was a lot of fun back then. Like, there was, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I couldn't imagine, bro. It was a lot of fun. Being, being famous back, back then? A lot of fun. With no, with no, I would have turned into a whole other nigga. With no, <laughs> stop talking to with me. No, with no camera phone? <laughs> no, no camera phone, no nothing. Oh my God, you was famous when it was really like when you walked into a place and they said your name. We got Big Tig in the building, everybody. Bitches fucking, because they don't know when you coming back. Yeah, baby. exactly. Oh, you know what I mean? Now, you feel like, me? Yeah, that nigga in the building. Oh, they fucking. Now, bitch be like, I hit your Instagram. You like, bitch, you don't know if you going to see me again. You tripping. Oh, yeah, now it was just, I mean, all of it was different. There was no social media, there was no camera phone. If you heard a rumor, guess what it was? A, a rumor. rumor. <laughs> You got pictures? Nope. Oh, that's a lot. So I mean, like, it was a lot of stuff that happened back then that was a lot of fun that no one really, really talks about just mm. because ain't no, there's no, why would you snitch on yourself now? That's my damn right. You ain't even gonna be calling you like, well, what the fuck? You said that shit on the phone? <laughs> yo, my man. Everybody didn't know we was getting that hot. God damn. Minute, yo. No, see what Minute, yo. We laughing about For real. That's hilarious. Nah, that's the OG, I man. I love that. Nah, hey, nah. So not so big we all would be. Hey, so this is when she was sunshine too. Ah. She's still sunshine. Come brighten up this couch. You know who's still beautiful too? Oh. Nia Long. Nia Long, Sanaa Lathan, Regina Hall, mm -hmm. all of them. Y'all always say the same motherfuckers, man. Don't nobody never shout out Viola Davis. Hey! Shout out Viola Davis. Viola Davis. I hate you. Man, I, I, I fuck Viola Davis. Man, that motherfucker paint. Stop playing. You ain't got to say everything. Oh, my God. <laughs> you talk to shit. How you going to throw me up in the alley and be like, why you doing? You know I'm a windman of that dick. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, now, that, that was, that was I would say, primarily so the biggest on the map, difference boy. back then. You can move a lot pain. quieter. Man. You can move a lot quieter. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> you see it in my face. Yeah. Hey, man. Hey, boy. hey, hey, my nephew. Listen. He doing it. He doing it. Hey, man. Damn, boy. I, I swear, I, I man. Remember that year, it was like, what, what year was it? We did the Cash Money Rough Rider tour. I hosted Whoa, it. Whoa, you was on that? I hosted it. Oh, my God. There was so much hair and coochie around that motherfucker. Oh, God damn it, DC. I hosted the Cash Money Rough Rider tour. <laughs> And I learned so much. <laughs> I bet you did. Because I was on a tour bus, you know, like from city. Like I was only doing like the weekend, so I would go like Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday I would fly back home, and then I fly back Friday wherever to meet them, and then like Friday, Saturday. But I mean, I, the things that I saw learned on them tour buses around that group between Cash Money and the Rough Riders the when rough they were Cash 99, Money 2000, and the Rough Riders. 98, 99, oh my God. With the leathers, bro. with the leather vest, with the R's on the motherfuckers. With the Jabos, bro, when they were still, with Baby had two watches and, uh, oh my God. With the black Cash Money chain. Oh man, the, the original, one, the Hot original. Boys was the Hot Boys. There was another one with, uh, I think it was the Jingle Ball something, it was, it was Ja Rule and Cash Money, Ja Rule, and somebody else. That was another tour I hosted. And then I went on tour with R, and that was just amazing. Oh, yeah, I saw him. <laughs> yeah, I saw him. I'm sure. Yeah, and then with that, we want to thank Big Tigger for coming out. We don't want to get him to the man.
Right now, this nigga is in love. <laughs> I think them love. Them love that right love. there. Yeah. That'll be all ended all. It's them love. Yeah, Tigger, drop your thing. social media, man, so they can get in touch with Please you. Please follow boy, boy at Big Tigger Show. Yes, sir. Uh, see my uh, morning show at Big Tigger Morning Show. Uh, shout out V103 in Atlanta. Shout out to ATL Hawks. I uh, appreciate it. One of the other things I really love about the organization, they they like, like the first time they was like, yeah, we want our brands to. It's like, great. I've never, I think, I, I, now you know, watch it, hit the feeling. Right. An NBA team said, we want our brand to be aligned with your brand. Right. That's, That's why I was about to cry it. earlier, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's how strong you are. Oh, I love the house, man. The first time they told me that, I was like, that's why I fought with the house. You know, like, for real? So, I mean, like, they, they've done an incredible job of intertwining the culture with the entertainment and basketball. Um, so, shout out to everybody uh, at, over there at that State Farm Arena, Atlanta Hawks. Bro, um, what, if, what if this shit just keep getting deeper and deeper? They change the kiss cam to titty cam. <laughs> and they just find big titties and they be like, we got titties in the building. Let's say that one. Let's say that one. Let's say that one. Let's say Let's say that one. Let's say that one. Let's say that one. Let's say that one. Let's say that Freestyle. Oh, God. Oh. What y'all thought? Y'all gonna let him creep up out of here like no, that? No, he thought he was leaving. He thought he was gonna leave. He thought he was gonna leave. Damn it. Damn it. Ladies and pimpin', man. Ladies and pimpin'. Hey. That's the one. Hold up. Hold up. Kick it all easy. Nah. It got real, but we finna get real up. I already cool it with my nigga. Yeah. Big tigger. Listen. You already know how we get down. West side, yeah, I get round. Come around, man, I get down. Okay. Everybody know, man, I get round. Listen, west side, be the best side. APA, they my side. I'ma tell you like this shit is only one counter up where I ride. Listen. Your name Chico. Yep. Fuck around. Hit the free throw. Yep. Hey. Salute to the hawk. Yeah. Fuck what you thought. You did. Fuck what you thought we get on. Yeah. Damn, I see the girl long. Yeah. You know we do it bigger. Yeah. In a motherfucking trouble, big tigger. Big tigger. Hey. Yeah. And you know I ain't playing. Yeah. Can you hear what I'm saying? Yeah. We'll never do the most. Gotta pass it to my homeboy Lose. One yeah. more time. Let me kick it like yeah. I got some shit on my shoe. That's just what I came to do. Ain't you know that? I'm a fool, I'm that dude breaking off slabs. I'm that dude that's sweeping off crumbs. I'm that dude gonna tilt that stripper, bust it open. Let me see them lungs. <laughs> what you need? Man, we don't even smoke no weed. But I'm higher than a bird. You need some glasses if you can't see. Yeah. Hey, what you thought? Yeah. 85 South and them hogs. Yeah. Big ticket, give me what you need. Yeah. Please you till you can't breathe. Mm. Screaming, fuck you, man. With my man Tico Ben. And my man Los Miller. Yo, Nick Tigger, I'm a killer. Yeah.
Hey, right here with your boys, man. Hold on. 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 I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.